The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, their respective managements or employees. Live from the Jack Shack, it's the Geek Show. And uh, we've decided to change this uh, entire program from just everything geek to a complete Fall of the House of Usher fan cast. That's exactly what this is. No, I'm kidding. Uh, On this week's Geek Show. Uh, We can hear. Yeah, we can. You promised, Carrie. We will sing its praises absolutely thoroughly but you uh, yeah. promised you said we'd do a whole hour on it listen if we want to get more listeners we turn into a murder show that's have, yeah and guess yeah. what fall of the house of usher has it's a murder show yeah. i haven't watched yeah. it not yet. only murder but murder of nepo babies who everybody yeah. hates Both babies singing and having fun that one's on fire and <laughs> <laughs> i feel like you're making all of these words up necro nope. babies no nepo. necro babies is a different show that's <laughs> yeah, on showtime show. So. Uh, he he is <laughs> he is an Edgar Allan Poe stan. He's Lee George Cade. Oh everybody. my God! I geez, thank you so much, uh, Mike Flanagan, for dragging me, kicking and screaming, giggling delightedly back into my Edgar Allan Poe fandom. <laughs> um, I, I'll I'll talk about it during the consumption phase. <laughs> I'm really Jeez. excited to hear uh, Lee on his podium. Yeah, <laughs> Lee Lee's got a case of consumption. Yeah, <laughs> of Edgar Allan Poe, <laughs> which consum- actually. Was a major force in his life too. <laughs> his, he also had a consumption phase. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca Frost, everybody. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? Hi. Uh, I'm also a noted nepo baby, so I hope I don't get killed. <laughs> you are, aren't you? I am. I'm a local Salt Lake celebrity nepo baby. Where is my article <laughs> in the Variety? Well, we'll get you one in City Weekly. How about that? Or Slug. Uh, it's uh, Tony. Hi, Quad T. Hey. Tony. How you doing? Pretty good. Hey, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow really just wants us to lay off the Nepo babies, okay? Necro babies. Just, oh, just relax, guys. <laughs> uh, Jay Whitaker is on assignment this week, and uh, keeping his seat warm is Excitable James. Hey, guys. Hey, who, who uh, first space, off, apparently. I came Too in late. at about 100 miles an hour. Uh, yeah. And if you ever want to see what the belly of Geek Show looks like, this is it. Sorry, peek behind the curtain. We wish. No, thanks for coming down to the engine room. No, if guys, we ha- if we had that kind of equipment, we'd 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 be doing things with it. So hey, yeah. I I see the little disc. I see the little disc drive Batman used to do the we we during Oswald Cobblepot's acceptance speech. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We even have the the penguin flange in here somewhere. You know, I'm really canon. excited about that. All you of catch that me, is uh, canon. You can catch me here, or you can catch me on Twitter, uh, at JDD Jensen. Same thing on Blue Sky. Thanks to Rebecca, JDD Jensen. You can catch me at Comedy Sports and Provo every Friday, Saturday, starting in November. Uh, yeah, I'm just recovering from surgery, guys. Getting better every day. No, nope. you no, can't stop me. What did you have what? done? What did you have done? I had, uh, you... I had a, to- a total nasal reconstruction, sinus cavity, everything. Oh. I had... Uh, I had a hernia, and then I had a couple of cysts, and they said, let's spread out over six months. I'm like, nah, let's do it all at once. And that was a good time. You're not supposed to drink caffeine on it. Excitable James is is clearly 60 years old. Uh, (laughs) I I noticed, uh, James, when you said to catch where you are, you did not say Geek Show Help Desk or Geek Show Arcade. Are you still on my podcast? Hey, 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 Tony, you also did not promote those things. That's true. (laughs) I've been trying to get back on that podcast. 
but it's on a it's on a date and time that is slightly inconvenient for my schedule. Tuesday evenings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's usually like coaching five little league teams concurrently on Tuesdays. Uh, exactly. Ironically, I'm coaching a soccer little league team as we speak. I've gone full blown <laughs> Kirkland dad. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget uh, about don't forget about Carrie. Oh, don't forget our, about our, our, I was leading into it. Oh wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Hold on. I gotta, I, okay. I gotta go to it. Um, I'm, 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 the dad of the podcast. Everybody's father. Carrie Jackson. We're That's all Nepo babies. Nice. All We're all Carrie Jackson my, Nepo babies. You're my Nepo babies. If he's my dad, he got started in preschool. That's right. <laughs> Don't make it weirdly. It's in oh. the water. It's in the water down in Utah County, Lee. All right. Uh, it's Monday harvesting. Through, yeah, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. All right. We will start off with uh, one of the great things I saw this week, which was a trailer. Uh, it was released at New York Comic Con last week. Uh, the, it's the 20th anniversary of Scott Pilgrim comics, uh, next yes. year that is. And we got a look at the Scott Pilgrim anime series, which is uh, happening on Netflix. And boy, it looks like, and I'm not kidding, it looks like it jumped right off of the comic page. Wow. It looks so good. Doesn't it look like it just, I mean, that's, that's O'Malley's work right there. That that's, certainly yeah. looks that way. I, Here's the thing is, uh, Tony turned me on to Invincible probably like six or seven years ago. And I, oh, I gotta yeah. say, I binged that series beginning to end. Every graphic novel from the Omnibus, like every single issue I just chewed on. I freaking loved it. And so I was really nervous when they came out with the animated series on Amazon Prime just because, you know, they update stuff. They have to make it generally appealing. And um, they didn't really change much of anything. Like there was a couple of things to give you more context because you can, you know, like when you're reading stuff, you can be more in the head of the character and stuff like that. They they had to give you a little bit of that. And the the adaptation for Invincible is amazing. And I, it looks like they're doing the exact same thing. For well, I mean, Scott all Pilgrim. the all the people behind Scott Pilgrim are behind this series. So yeah, I think they're going to do it uh, absolutely correctly. Also, the voice cast is uh, huge. It's the same people from the live action movie, Michael Sarah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, Kieran Culkin, Chris Evans, Anna Kendrick, Brie Larson, Allison Pill, Aubrey Plaza. This movie generated so many jobs, didn't it? Yes. <laughs> so many careers. And so many friendships. Like I've watched Michael Cera talk about the email list that popped up around that and that he was shooting for 11 months. Everybody else, except for Mary Elizabeth Winstead, I think she had the second largest amount of shooting time. He was on set shooting for 11 months. And mm. so he's just like, when the show was done, he's he didn't want it to end. But they're all still super tight, like the entire cast. Yep. Every Brandon Routh, Jason Schwartzman. I mean, it's just I amazing. know all of those people. Yeah, they're all big stars now. Oh, but this, man. Uh, how, gr how great was Captain America's uh, uh, chin strap? Mm, <laughs> so take, uh, take a look oh. at the trailer. It starts on Netflix <laughs> November 17th, but uh, it's called Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. That's what you search for. So the, uh, the picture we see right here, I take it, is from the trailer, right? Mm. Now mm -hmm. I haven't read the comics, but it is the is the animation exactly the same, or did they kind of stretch the people out here, make them a little bit taller and less this chibi? Is, that's what it looks like. I mean, that's oh. what it looks like in the comic book. It really does. Nice. They're a little a little stretchier. I was going to say it I'm, seemed, I'm they holding seem a, one of the holding <laughs> one of the trades up right now. They seem a little less compact than the few frames I have seen out of the comic book. But we'll take a look at it. You'll see. I think it's a good choice. I, li I like this art style I'm quite a bit. I'm curious to see if they go with the original movie ending or if they go with the Brian Lee O'Malley ending because the final trade didn't come out until the same time as the movie. 
So oh, they weird. had to make the ending to the movie not really knowing where they were going with it. What's the yeah. other, what's the ending? Well, uh, the original real, real. ending has a giant squid. And then mm. in the film no, adaptation, uh, they blow everything up. It's Watchmen. With a bomb. It does, it does not. It actually has a real existential ending where he's like riding on top of a bus through Canada and contemplating his life. But the big showdown at uh, Gideon's club doesn't actually happen in the comic at all. So This um, is probably how Game of Thrones will end as well. But I would, I would recommend that uh, people, if you've not read this. riding on a bus. If you haven't read this, read it. Oh, yeah. Because it's good stuff. Uh, let's see. Another thing that we got, uh, I watched it uh, yesterday when it came out, was uh, Werewolf by Night in Color. Yeah. Oh, how is it in color? It's not bad. I uh, I think I prefer the black and white, but what this does is uh, it makes it look like uh, a Hammer horror film. Right. Uh, so you get a lot more blood, you, and you can see things better, I think. You can, it's that you know, hypersaturation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I quite enjoyed it, and it was just great to see... Uh, 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 Miss Bloodstone again. Uh, it was it was good to see her again. I like that. I, I like ho- that actress in that character. I hope Elsa Bloodstone becomes a regular in the MCU because such a cool character. Her brother is also very cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, this lady was in the others. Was it the others or was it the Nevers? I can't the remember. Nevers. The Nevers. <laughs> Great show, despite Joss Whedon and yeah. with everything not happening with that second season. I'm I'm hoping she gets that. That She's- Marvel. She's so good in that role. I just, I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. But uh, it was, it was also, it was just cool to see it again. Uh, you know, <laughs> even though, even if, even if it's in color. Now, Michael Giancano uh, said that uh, it was always, you know, he was happy to do it in color when they said to him, "Why don't you do it in color?" So, all right, I can do that. Now, you let me do it in black and white. I'll do it in color, and we'll make it look like a Hammer horror film. Uh, but uh, he also said that uh, there has been talk. But nobody has spent a penny about further Werewolf by Night specials or involvement in the MCU. He says there's always talk, but you know, until somebody decides to spend some money, nothing happens yet. So Mm, hopefully my wish is that, yes, there will be more of these characters. I would love to. I have ideas of what I would love to do with them, and it's all crazy and nuts. But I think the only way to go, that's the only way to go about it. So hopefully... One day, uh, the color version's on Disney Plus, and the black and white version has scooted to Hulu for now. Oh, so you can watch them does, both. Does it end in a way that opens itself up to a sequel? Or oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like it told sure. a complete story that doesn't need to be. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a buddy comedy almost. Yeah, Elsa has her <laughs> Elsa has her King Arthur moment, and uh, Werewolf by Night, and and uh, Man Thing. They have their road show going on so. <laughs> so it's like thor ragnarok then yeah but without that mm, sequel but better <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean better no no i'm getting love and thunder love and thunder i'm getting love and thunder we're just yeah. gonna we're just gonna highlander to blood and thunder or uh, love and thunder i think yeah i think so yeah oh lee that reminds me you can watch all the 1995 highlander cartoon on amazon prime if you want Give me the last four seasons of the live action series, which is actually pretty good. Is it really? The last four seasons. First couple. <laughs> Dude, did you hear that George Lucas is going to go back in and re-enhance those with Banthas? I'm pretty excited to see that, actually. <laughs> That'll uh, be more Bantha Poodoo. Yeah, they're going to have a song number in the third episode that I'm pretty jazzed about. Uh, Rebecca Frost is uh, very happy to hear that Gen V has been renewed for season two. Yeah, dude. 
Uh, I binge watched all of the available seasons. Did you? This oh, all I, only, episodes. I only got the first one. It's oh, so yeah. much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it, it scratches the Hunger Games itch, if that makes any sense. Oh. Yeah, it's it's mm, it is very good. I have mm. not watched this week's episode in which Jensen Ackles makes a return. Um, Soldier Boy is the best mm. part of season three. <laughs> he was. Yeah, there was a yeah. there was more than just him in season three. I just um, I went to a fugue state. Well, no, he only, uh, there was a lot of sex in season three. No, he only showed up in season a of, three. Didn't a lot he? of goop. Yeah. A lot of goop. But the uh, the spinoff has been renewed for season two. It's that popular. People are watching it. Um, and it's clever. It, it, yeah. It's it's pretty. It's really good. I didn't it's, expect to like it, but it, it, it hooked me. It, it, it's it really like, is so good. It's yeah, such it's every, a good show. Everything I liked about seasons one and two of The Boys is in Gen V. Because mm -hmm. I feel like I get, feel like season three of the boys lost its way. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I feel like it did. I agree. This uh, this uh, it's it's a super powered college, <laughs> and uh, the Godolkin School of Crime Fighting. Is Clancy um, Brown their Professor X? Uh, yes, <laughs> only for yes. the first episode. Spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah, Jeeva's creepy. That's, that's all he does, guys. That's all he does. It's a quick cameo and done. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, it is set, this show is set concurrently during the show's upcoming fourth season. Uh, Gen V has uh, gotten solid reviews. And the media buzz is such that uh, MGM TV head Vernon Sanders, you know Vernon, in a mm -hmm. statement said, yeah. uh, uh, he says, it's, it's the top series in over 130 countries. Uh, most uh, wow yeah and, and this is so suit speak listen it's the most acquisitive new original series of 2023 come acquire our new series it's yeah. just so funny which is so funny considering the content of the show because it is because not you know they have the school of crime fighting right but so much of their education is also about branding as a superhero yep. and mm -hmm. so it's it's like media training the college mm -hmm. and it yeah you know, it's just funny, just funny to hear people, corporate people talk about the show. So Gen V is going to wrap up its first season on November 3rd. So, Oh, Carrie, I'm, I'm going to put out a quick fire in the chat real quick. Oh, uh, what now? What? It's Bug Hunter, it's true. Love and Thunder was fine. It was fine. fine. It, was it was fine. Yeah, fine with a single syllable, fine. Yeah, yeah. I just. Fine. I just think that, uh, you know, uh, Jane deserved her own movie, and I thought that Totes. the God Killer is a better villain than what was... Totes. Done to him, you know. There, you know. Yep. Here's here's my controversial opinion. It was like Dark Knight Rises. You know, we got it. We at <laughs> least we got it. You know what I mean? True. And it was fine. There was a lot, so much potential. Terminator Salvation, same thing. A lot now, of if, potential. If this had come fine. out in 2005, I would have lost my mind. I would have been a Tex Avery cartoon wolf with mm -hmm. hard eyes, smacking myself <laughs> in the head with mallets. Yeah, that's the biggest <laughs> problem. Is Marvel is its own. Is yeah. the is the structure of its own demise or the engine of its own demise because it puts out some stuff that's so good that everything right. else is just like hey, you know it was and good but compared frankly, to I'm, its other stuff I'm at a point in life right now where fine is great I'm happy with fine, fine. give yeah. me the fine give me all the fine I'm fine with fine fine right. everything um, fine nothing hurts everything's fine uh, let's see now uh, you thought you had the final episode of Archer a uh, week or so ago didn't you. That's the one. I forgot it was on. Uh, did I? <laughs> yeah. Dang it. I guess I'm the only one. All right. Uh, <laughs> I've been rewatching. I think it's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, we thought we were getting our series finale last week or so. 
Uh, apparently not. Uh, at New York Comic Con uh, last week was revealed that the show will get one last hurrah, so to speak. Archer Into the Cold is what it's called. And this will be the show's honest, real finale, they're saying. <laughs> this For real this time. This yeah. is the, the Rolling Stones farewell tour. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> it's a three-episode finale event. They're sticking them together like it's a movie. I guess they run into each other. Uh, but uh, yeah, so December 17th is when that'll happen on FX is and it? FXX and then go to Hulu. They've been on for what, 16, 17 seasons now? Something oh, like that? This is hair. season 11, yeah. No, wait, this is oh, season wow. 14. But they've yeah, skipped they, a few oh, years here and exactly, there. Exactly, yeah. Right. I just I just found out, Tony, I can't remember the uh, actor's name, the guy that does Krieger's voice, I think, is it Yancey? Oh, I don't know uh, his name. But, but anyway, oh, yeah. He's doing something with Eric Powell, the illustrator behind the Goon comic. Now we're talking. And they're being real secretive about it. But I was watching an interview with Eric Powell, and he's just like, yeah, that guy is the funniest dude alive. And he's just <laughs> riffing, and I'm animating it. So, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, to people of a certain age, if you were a kid between 1994 and 1997. That's me. Hey, I was. You That's probably me. remember oh, this cartoon. Oh. Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Heck yeah. It, I was oh, vaguely aware man. of Gargoyles. Gargoyles. It was one of my all-time faves. And the mm-hmm. movie had one of the most traumatizing scenes in it. Jeez. I've had yeah. I've had people of a certain age scream at me because I didn't watch this when it was on. I was like, what part of I was 24 do you not yeah. understand? Yeah, <laughs> see, well, was, and that was kind of before yeah. cartoons uh, tried... That was it was one of the first cartoons that tried to appeal to adults and children. Right. You know? And it was on right and after the Batman the Animated Series. Exactly. And, and that's why that's Batman the Animated Series was proof that they could do this. So that's what Gargoyles was like trying to be was another kind of Batman the Animated mm-hmm. Series. I had a, a guy IP. I had a guy tell me back when the show was on, because I went, uh, eh, I'm not, you know. It's not for me, I guess. I, I never gave it a try. I never looked at it. It even had and, people we liked in it, Carrie. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And he <laughs> said, uh, what you ought to do is you ought to buy those toys right now and keep them. Just put them in a box somewhere and keep them. And I said, why is that? And he goes, in about 40 years, they're going to be very valuable to people of a certain age who are getting older. You know, it's very important to people of a certain age. And I went, oh, okay. I didn't follow his advice, of course. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, you got the cast. You got Keith David as the main character. Mm-hmm. You got uh, the guy that plays Patrick Starr in SpongeBob. He is Brooklyn on the left, the the green guy. the br- The brown old man is Ed Asner. Uh, he oh, was, really? Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, what was his name? Um, why can't I remember his name? Anyway, uh, yeah. And Jonathan Frakes played Xanatos, the main human guy that's not pictured here. Um, and what's her face that played? Uh, Diana uh, Troy, yeah, she is a main character in this named Demona. And, oh, this it was just out an outstanding cartoon when it was. Well, on. then tell me how you feel about this news since you love the cartoon so since much. Since you love it so much. I do love it so much. Thirty years after first appearing as an animated television series, it is uh, going to be a live action either movie or TV series Ooh, on Disney Plus. I would have stuck. I would have done another animated version, but that's just well, me. Let me tell you who's doing it. All right, because two major names are fans of the cartoon, and if they you say want Guillermo del Toro. I swear, I <laughs> not quite there, but almost. Because you got uh, James Wan, who okay. is known for you know horror and all those action films, and Gary Dauberman, 
who hmm. Uh, hmm. the two of them have collaborated for the Annabelle horror movies. Uh, they're teaming up to do this. That's a good. That's a good combo, I think. For and they time. said it. James Wan, and I'm suddenly realizing I might get my hopes of seeing Ray Dawn Chong reprise her role from Tales of the Dark Side, the motion picture. <laughs> uh, Dauberman wrote Annabelle, uh, all the Annabelle movies, uh, and of course James Wan, The Conjuring Universe. Yeah. You know, which is the highest grossing horror franchise of all time, apparently. Uh, the Nun. He's also involved in that. So, oh, and the two of them worked on that Swamp Thing series. I love that series. And that's a good series, yeah. So that's that's the kind of people this show needs. Is It, it doesn't need to be a horror show, but it needs to be dark. It needs to be mm -hmm. foreboding. It is, you know, the gargoyles themselves are creepy in that in this gargoyle universe, they're the, the, there's no, like, superheroes. There's no, like, you know, big stuff like Marvel or DC. These are the first kind of out-of-the-ordinary uh supernatural things that that world has seen and For, so well, they're also out of they're out of their time too. yeah and they're out they, of their they time. Had a time and a place and yep because uh, and everyone had forgotten that they existed thousands of years ago. For, for those who don't know, the plot is uh, gargoyles, uh, statues move from a castle in Scotland to modern day New York. And once yep. in New York, the statues awaken from after a thousand year old spell and they take on the mantle of protecting the city. Yep. So there you go. Yeah. Slight spoiler alert for that movie that came out a while ago. <laughs> I was talking about the most uh, freaking traumatizing scene for what was I six? Uh, yeah, like uh, during the day they turn into gargoyles and at nighttime they come alive. And so the bad guys during the day got into the castle and smashed all of them. Yeah. Dude, I was not ready for that. Give me <laughs> Bambi's mom dying because at least I, you know, I don't <laughs> want I that either. Jeez. No, yeah. <laughs> well, 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 what happened, James? But they're so vulnerable. You what know, happened? it's just like. What if somebody gets me while I'm asleep? <laughs> well, they will. They most likely will. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I know I, they're. I know that's when they're getting me. They're most likely I, James, while you're I, sleeping. I have a special embroidered smothering pillow over here with your name on it. Promise. <laughs> Excitable yes. uh, James. It's, it's, yes, it's very ornate. It's. Uh, I, it's. Will you at least like brush my hair with your hand and be like, "It's time to calm down, son." No. As the, look at. Look at the flowers, James. The <laughs> second that the life leaves your eyes, I will do that. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I'll I be, have, that's awake. <laughs> I have uh, bad news, though. Uh, we just mentioned James Wan's Swamp Thing series that yes. we loved. There is no physical media of it. Nope. It's Dang gone. It. It's just gone. Like, Come I can on. get it on Amazon Prime. I can buy the season. That is the only way. And then maybe, oh, I'll burn it to CD. There. Time to... Figure Time to out. take to the high seas. That's Arr. right. Dude, Lee, look where I am. Just give me the digital media. I'll, I'll make it physical for you. I got you. You can't print the car. <laughs> yeah, you could actually make Swamp Thing for me in there, like the real thing. Oh, spoiler alert. You know how they were saying you, you wouldn't steal a car, you can't print a car? I got something really cool to show you guys. You wouldn't car. download a car. <laughs> yes, I would. I, I, I would I, absolutely I download a car. <laughs> Why? Why would I not? <laughs> yeah. It's already been done. Uh, now, James was going on about uh, Invincible. And uh, and we've got Tony here who does games. Oh yeah, I put I put myself on the wish list for this game. Did you now? Okay, yeah, I added it to my uh, wish list. I should it's say. Mortal Kombat One. Now the Mortal Kombat series. Oh nope, not the game I was thinking of. No, this is this is this is the this is the very cool. <laughs> I was one. like Tony, 
wrong lane, buddy. <laughs> now, Mortal Kombat's uh, been doing crossovers for quite a while. Uh, yep. they, they've, do, they've done Alien, Predator, Leatherface, Robocop, Rambo, Joker, Spawn, Terminator, the Ninja Turtles. Well, now this new Mortal Kombat 1 is going to bring you Omni-Man. Yes, sir. And Peacemaker. Yep. So there you go. There was a there was a trailer released of Omni Man doing some of his fatalities, and whoa, whoa, whoa! Brutal. Like Mortal Kombat's already brutal, but you throw some Omni Man in the mix. Yep. Extra Dude, brutal. Finish that first episode of Invincible, and you'll see how brutal oh, yeah. people can be. Spoiler mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, J.K. Simmons does the voice. So get out of here! I was just gonna ask that. Yeah, he did. that's awesome. Oh, he's so perfect for everything. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's just reading lines from the Lady Killers remake. It's not on man. <laughs> I enjoyed that remake. That's a great movie. And Carrie, have you seen the original? Well, uh, yes. yes. Wait, is J.K. Simmons? Is J.K. Yeah. Simmons in the yeah. Lady Killer remake? Oh yeah, yeah. He plays a guy with irritable bowel syndrome. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, who has a girlfriend named Mountain Woman mm. and yes. uh, mm -hmm. or Mountain Girl. Oh my God, that movie! No, any any time he says "mountain woman" or "mountain girl," yeah. whatever it is, it's yep. just I, I yep. laugh. So there's I another the references. There's another Invincible game coming out. I think next month, and it's based on Adam Eve, and oh, uh, really? it's Invincible presents Adam Eve, and it's kind of like an RPG ish uh, turn based uh, game. It looks it looks really cool. So mm. that's the one I thought you were going to talk so about. So she's going to be the main character in it? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yep. Oh, and that's all, cool, man. All the other invincible characters show up as well, you know, for the story and everything and uh it looks it looks really cool. They did the comic style uh 2D art and everything. Looks great. Even that goddamn robot? Oh yeah, robots right. there. Okay. You don't like robot? I love <laughs> robot. robot. Robot's awesome. Oh, he's so cool. <laughs> uh let's see another uh, little thing. This is uh, this is something you can look for on the web. Uh, Rob Liefeld, of course. Uh, I've heard of him. Oh, so yeah. I took a gamble. I didn't know which blood strike you meant, and I got the wrong one. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Rob Liefeld is... Uh, he got a member of the Deadpool movie family for his latest project, uh, one of these uh, stunt coordinators on uh, the first Deadpool movie, and they've put together a proof-of-concept trailer for Blood Strike, the comic book that he uh, came up with. And, you know, I think his idea was, is like Deadpool, if I put it out there, maybe people will see it and be drawn to it. And it'll be something that the movie companies then contact me and we'll make a blood strike movie. Uh, no, <laughs> that's how it works. Hey, you know, as long as he's not drawing anything in that show, I'd watch it. <laughs> it's computer animation. It's uh, it's got some good action sequences in it, but it looks more like a video game than a movie. Hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, go look for I it mean, if you're a fan. I... Arguably, that's kind of how Mandalorian Season 1 was, if you think about it. Every time you'd complete a mission, you get the armor upgrade, you know? Yeah, you're, the half of it's yep. just, just you're carrying the kid around, so what's that called? An escort mission, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. That turned out fine. Side quest to the show. Side quest. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, go look for that if, if, you're, if you're interested. I don't think it'll change your mind about wanting a movie. I just don't. I don't see it anyway. Gotta find the right actor with tiny feet. I guess. Uh, now uh, <laughs> y'all know I'm a fan of the Alien movies. They're good. Even, even the even the prequels, like Prometheus and all them. Yeah, they're okay. They're fine. I, 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 like, I like Prometheus. Them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like me Prometheus too. a lot. Uh, My hands are up here. I like they're, them. They're certainly <laughs> meme meme heavy. Perfection. All right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Ridley Scott. <laughs> 
who, uh, yeah, there we go. That's pretty. Thank you. Ridley Scott, you know, uh, he's, he's not going to make a new alien movie. He's, he's turned that over to uh, Fede Alvarez, right? Ooh. Oh, I thought you were going to say Disney. Is that, <laughs> e- is that an evil dead guy? That is evil dead guy. He is an ah, evil dead guy. Yeah. No, no. Ow. And he is uh, working on, <laughs> he is, <laughs> he is working on a movie entitled Alien Romulus. And, um, he took a chance and he said, I, I want Ridley Crossover? to see what I've, to see what I've yeah. done. So I wish, no, uh, <laughs> no, it. he said, I want to take a chance and have Ridley take a look at what I've done so far to see if he approves. That's a, that's a, I wouldn't have the guts to do that. That's a, that's yeah. a baller that's move. A, <laughs> that is a baller yeah. move. Yep, that's yep. a, I'm going to drive to his house instead of mail him move. Right exactly. <laughs> uh, everyone gave me the heads up that Ridley is really tough, he said, particularly if it has something to do with his movies. <laughs> uh, he said, I, I wanted him to see it. Uh, even if he was going to say, you destroyed my legacy, I wanted to be in front of him and see him in the and look him in the eye. <laughs> Plenty of Jeez. other people have had a crack at that. Carrie, you were just barely talking about that. Pillow to the face, buddy. Exactly. Yeah. He walks in the room and he says, uh, Fede, what can I say? It's fucking great. My f- and he says, wow. my, fam- my family knows it was one of the best moments of my life to have a master like him who I admire so much to even watch a movie that I made, but particularly something like this, and to talk to me for an hour about it, about what he liked about it. Uh, one of the best compliments wow. he said was, the dialogue is great. Are you the writer? Yes. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We have to wait till August 16th or maybe later because of the strike, but... The saddest part is Ridley Scott smothered him with a pillow with his name embroidered on him right after it. Exactly. <laughs> he waited until his eyes were open. This is too good. The world is not ready. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last thing you'll see, James. Is... Hush, hush, sweet Charlotte. I, at this point where I am in my life, I almost welcome the sleep. <laughs> Spoken like a true parent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't get any look... better. I just oh. look forward to mowing the lawn. I just get some time to myself. Just you know, it's just nice to be alone. You know, James. James, mine are full-grown adults, and there are days I don't sleep because of the shit they're doing. My neighbor spends hours. Thanks, it's nice knowing there's hope. My, my neighbor no. spends hours in his driveway with his leaf blower, so he's away from his yeah. kids. All right. Well, I thought yeah. you were just gonna say the, with his hose, just hosing. Yeah, just, the, just hosing. His, same clean, thing, just with a leaf blower. There's nothing driveway. left. There's nothing left to blow away, but he's yep. out there doing it just to stay away from his kids. Cleanest okay. driveway in the neighborhood. <laughs> I would just stand on the porch and sharpen my sword collection. I don't know why my children always head. <laughs> Do you have one of those like giant, like old school water wheels where you're pumping it with your foot and then just slowly dragging the blade to and fro? And you're yes, just like counting I do. I do have one of those old style water activated whetstones that I sharpen oh, my swords man. on. Yeah. All right. What would it be like to live in Woods Cross? <laughs> <laughs> what? These are the questions. <laughs> These are the big questions. <laughs> Woods really Cross, ho- home of the water-powered whetstone wheels. <laughs> yeah, man. We don't. Have That's that where they're all money. from. You know. Gee whiz, man. I don't own a t-shirt company. What's up? Let's do this. <laughs> so we got two things. We got a geodesic dome. And we go, oh, look at that. A water-powered whetstone. Coming to Woods Cross. <laughs> water power- action happens. The water-powered whetstone factory is finally up and running. <laughs> Where the attractions just never stop. Like, literally, they can't be turned off. It's been, quite a, it's been quite a grind to get us where we are. No. Tony. 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 
And it's that kind of high-quality uh, uh, humor that you also can find on the Gadget Spot. No, nope, that's podcast. not what's called late. anymore. It's too late, too late, friend. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Use the pillow carry. Oh, I get. I'll get better with time. <laughs> uh, if time you... has been any indication, that's false. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> okay, fine. The, the printer's running out of toner at this point. There it is. <laughs> Smothering pillow. All right. Uh, to the business of show now. Um, <laughs> a guy that I used to really look up to, I still look up to to a point, John Lasseter. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. I got to interview him once and just picked his brain about the separation of creative and the business end of it, you know, that he insisted on at Pixar. Um, and it was fascinating. But anyway, uh, he has Skydance Animation. He's in charge of it now. You know, this is the this is his new thing. When when he left Pixar, well, when, when he was asked to leave Pixar, yeah. he uh, went over to Skydance and they hired him and, and he did a, a movie, which uh, is not bad, called Luck. And you're, that's a scene from it right there. And uh, they did it on Apple TV. Uh, it didn't do well. <laughs> even though it's free well, to watch even, if you have Carrie, a subscription. Terry, is, is this the lawyer character Mark Hamill played? And I love that. that these little characters. His suit's not black enough. Here's yeah. the thing. All of the little characters in this movie, they're so Pixar. They're just so perfect. They're, you know, they've got their own little idiosyncrasies. You can tell that Lasseter took the Pixar model and took it over oh, to Skydance. Big asses. Yeah, that, that too. That yeah, incredible ass. Look at her. Yeah, she's 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 they rocking got the it. Thick yep. with the C, not thick with the K. Know what I'm saying? What's up? And I mean, nobody watched this movie because they were like, eh, "What is it? I don't know." And it was it was kind of hard to explain to people, but. It worked. Well, did, well, you, did hmm? you did you see any marketing behind it? I mean, that's that's half the problem. Is sometimes when you get films like this, you there know, was, there was marketing. Of the budget. Apple spent some oh, money there? marketing it, yeah, but it just didn't take. And oh. uh, so Apple said, "All right, John, we'll see you. Uh, Skydance, uh, we'll uh, we'll see you." So Netflix steps up. So they are uh, now Skydance Animation will be sending all of their product to Netflix now, starting uh, I think October. Well, starting now, it looks like. Oh. Uh, so it's a multi-year deal with Netflix. Covers uh, development and production of animated films. Uh, makes Netflix the new release home for uh, Spellbound, which is coming in 2024. Uh, and uh, something called Puku. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is, this is from uh, mm -hmm. the director uh, who did Tangled. Uh, Brad Bird's Ray Gunn is going to be also involved in this. It's a, it's, and also... Sorry, did you say... Brad Bird's ray gun, like a Brad, physical shooter? ray gun with two ends. I think it's a guy's name. Oh, uh, like but, James. Yeah, but Brad Bird, who did uh, the Incredibles and uh, Iron Giant, uh, not it, not ray gun. Is Tomorrowland and is Spellbound? <laughs> is Spellbound the one with the octopus people? It's uh, it's got Rachel Ziegler, Nicole Kidman, Javier Bardem, um, Alan Menken did the music for it. Uh, was going to be an Apple TV uh, release, but it's going to Netflix. Uh, Puku from the director of Tangled, Nathan Grano. Um, also, uh, let's see. There's a whole bunch of people who went with Lasseter to Skydance from uh, Pixar. So all that stuff's going to be heading to your Netflix. So, I'm sure you guys brought it up, but did you guys ever see that movie, Nimona, on, yes. on uh, Phenomenal. Netflix? Oh, it's amazing. my gosh. I saw... Uh, 
what's that YouTube channel where CGI artists react? It's, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, they had the director and writer yeah. on there. And my gosh. Yeah, Nimona's what a, fantastic. But see, it's like, it's, it's stuff like Nimona or whatever. To me, it's just, you know, uh, the real estate right now that people are just trying to suck up right and left is attention, right? Mm -hmm. And like, you need to get people's attention in order to go watch your property. And when you're not marketing properly, but like, when I have so I'm going to go watch this and see how it is. When you I have Nimona, I go to the doctor. <laughs> Does it feel good, Tony? Did it feel good? You get a shot Remember? and clear it up. Yeah. Tony. Pneumonia. Pneumonia. Oh. Oh, no, no not pillow. me. Shh, 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 All right. So if I were to ask you, what is the... Uh, most satisfactory streaming service satisfactory yeah uh, like it like like whoa, 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 it, set the bar like it works it was, and like it was that hulu. is for me it was hulu um i don't know what it would be now. i like I overall like, overall satisfaction i like pluto Ooh. right now hulu's a little bit above just because you can go picture in picture because of my attention span i can do other things on my phone while i watch hulu on my phone <laughs> I would have to say interesting from the guy who was just talking about how it's a war for people's attention spans. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was looking at something. What did you say, Lee? Yeah. <laughs> uh, a survey of 2000 streaming customers found that uh, HBO Max. That's I was going to say Max or Prime who? for me, I think, are the winners now. Um, right now. Prime, it it's just kind of exists. Fine. Hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it said it's overall satisfaction compared to other streaming services. Uh, so it went like this. Uh, Hulu came in second, uh, followed by Disney Plus, Apple TV, Paramount Plus, Netflix, mm. Prime Video, and then Peacock. Apple Boy, TV's got a lot of good stuff too. I'm just Actually, out, I'm out of step with everybody on this list. I like, I like Prime's, um, what's it, the x-ray feature? Is really yeah. cool. The, cool. Uh, yeah. Like the pop up video like feature on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's like built in IMDb, basically. Mm -hmm. That's what I watch instead of a second show while I'm watching a show. <laughs> it's a, but that's the thing is it's a cool like feature. It, it isn't anything really to yeah. sell you, but it is something at least different, you know? Yep. Yep. Mm. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I. Uh, uh, I'm 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 not in agreement with most of these people apparently. Well, what's your favorite? Well, I like Disney Plus fine, but it, it Bug Hunter points out Disney Plus doesn't delete partially watched videos. You know, I you would I, think I, with I, the amount yeah. of money that Disney has, they could make a good user interface. A good app, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, it's just I so feel like, bad. I I feel like I have to dig for my like continue watching. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Does yes. yeah. it move around or is to, it just me? No, you have to prune it. If you if you don't run the credits all the way to the end, Disney Plus will keep it as continue watching, and and you so and you have to run till the end. Especially on like the Marvel the shows, crust. their credits are like eight minutes long, yeah. forever yeah. long, and they it's the same thank with the entire nation of Romania. Yeah, <laughs> the same with Paramount Plus though. If you don't Paramount finish, Plus also their yeah. their homepage. If I I have to scroll past so many things to get to. Oh, and by the way, did you want to continue watching this? Like, yeah, yes. You have to go past like eight different rows of stuff first. Mm -hmm. Continue watch should be the absolute first line when you log into a streaming app because you guys yes. let's make let's make a streaming service. Let's make our own streaming service. <laughs> I feel like oh, I'm oh, saturated. I'm gonna host it on Pluto TV. There you go. We'll cut <laughs> Jupiter TV. No, Pluto has a really good horror movie channel that displays the old horror movies that make me happy. 
Oh yeah. Are you so, talking about Shutter yeah. right now? No. Shutter's that's cool a, too. That's a different one, yeah. I got that Shutter's on my great. AMC Plus subscription. No, uh, Pluto TV's got all kinds of specialty channels. They have an American yeah. Gladiator channel. They have two Mystery Science Theaters. You know, they have Rift Tracks yeah. and Mystery Science Theater channels. Like, and it's 24-7. There, there is a rabbit hole you can just go down and stay in for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, Bug Hunter, come up with the name. Geek Show Max is what we'll call it. <laughs> mm. So we'll just change it to Geek Show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in just a couple of years. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see. Okay, here's where I need y'all's thoughts and feelings on this, because I read this interview with uh, Matthew Vaughn. Did you get angry? No. I actually found myself agreeing with him. Um, well, oh, well, Matthew Vaughn also, is this part of his New York Comic Con panel? Because he also talked about the thing that will make you angry, where they were trying to get him to come on to direct um, X3, I think it was. And... He he had this script, and then he was at the office one day and saw a, a different script. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, what's this? And they're like, oh, don't worry about that. That's Halle Berry's script. And he was like, well, it looks different than the one I have. Read about and that. And if you want me to direct, I need to know what it is. And so apparently what the studio was going to do was trick Halle Berry into signing on with all of these different scenes about... Um, her oh, where where's she from i can't was, remember where she's from it, it was about environmentalism and mm-hmm. uh, how storm could help you know this dry she, continent she uses her and, weather powers yeah. to help like to help water the land and you know which is straight out of claremont's x-men which is probably why she signed on to play the part in the first place and mm-hmm. they were just going to cut it and so matthew what? bond was like oh this is yeah. yucky i don't like this and i <laughs> yeah. want to be a part of it it was a bait Jeez. and switch it was a bait and switch essentially. Yeah. So it, it, to me it's just nice to know the x-men 3 sucked in pre-production just as much as it did <laughs> afterwards. No, I never cursed a movie as much as I have that movie. Here's what he had to say. Of course, uh, Matthew Vaughn, Kingsman, Kick-Ass, uh, all those movies. Um, he, uh, he says, for me, doing a Star Wars movie is to play with characters I love. If they said to me they'd reboot Star Wars and actually have Luke Skywalker, Solo, Vader, and do your version of it, everyone would say you're an idiot to try, but that would excite me. Uh, he doesn't leave it there. He says, uh, why are the Star Wars characters so hallowed from that 77 film? Uh, why can't you redo it for a new audience? Uh, he referred to uh, James Bond, Batman, Spider-Man, recast and rethoughts. Star Wars is the Skywalker family, and that's where I think they've gone wrong. They've forgot. They've done brilliantly on TV, but it needs an epic new film. The rebooting of the original characters is what I would do. Everyone is going to go batshit crazy, but let's bring it on. If you want a new generation, make the movie for them. The old generation, hopefully, will make it well enough that they enjoy it. Mm, I agree with him. I agree with him. He's not wrong, I don't think. That dude is masochistic if he wants to wade into the waters of filmmaking in the Star Wars universe. Up well, they never that fandom. I would never not let touch him. it. They wouldn't let it. I would, no, no, no. I, that, I would that, even talking about it. I wouldn't touch it with a ten foot <laughs> jelly studio. Oh, like you can't even get Robert Rodriguez to talk about the stuff he had to cut from Book of Boba Fett that he wanted to do. You know, yeah. it's just like they, they, they focus group every single decision down to the nth degree i think he's right i think yeah. you take the james bond analogy and say look you watch from russia with love right now i think three out of the five people on the screen would have a hard time getting through the first half hour because it's so one of those? slowly <laughs> paced <laughs> 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 i 
which which ones? The lower <laughs> three, Rebecca. They're right there. Yeah. Mm. Right there. I mean, you watch those old Bond movies. I love them, but I grew up with them, right? So, But they are just so slow. And the action scene is a game of Baccarat. And it's like... Cool. Thank you so much for your slowed, janky ass movie by today's standards. Everything's that's just not, boom, 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 boom. That's not action. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not slamming you guys by any means, but the new Bond movies are like they they are made for a more contemporary true, modern yeah. audience. New Hope. I mean, Vaughn is correct. I'd yeah. like to see it, but boy, he would he wouldn't. <sighs> He would have well we are in the world of death threats now that's that's the way yeah, that things are done these days Ridiculous. and he would have a never-ending stream of death threats from star wars fans oh, he's probably that, getting dude, that's just what for i'm saying it. yeah who would want to wade down to those waters man especially when I, you're not being forced to you have a property like kingsman that freaking is awesome if if i were <laughs> told that i was in charge of star wars they said okay lee you have star wars for five years what do you want to do and i'd say nothing no star wars for five years you whiny <laughs> bastards you don't really? get any take wow. all that no production star money wars. put it here, in my bank here here's here's what you get the period of time between return of the jedi and the expanded universe choke on that i can't believe we haven't even mentioned x-men first class remember x-men first class how good that was i can't Great believe you haven't show. mentioned stardust which brought us charlie cox mm, uh, i have not mentioned show. stardust because you know my stance on neil gaiman <laughs> well but, but other people were in it too that are cool <laughs> it's a good it's a good movie though you get robert but de niro and drag singing a musical number but X-Men First Class is pretty close to the idea of a, a reboot oh, yeah. of a popular yeah. IP. And I, and I yep. enjoyed that. I enjoyed the hell out of that. And uh, of course, uh, if I were in charge of Star Wars, no one would want to see my C-3PO Saves the Day movie. No. So. <laughs> I, would I would be there with belts on to watch that. <laughs> you would, because I'd write it for you. <laughs> I want to see him at the very beginning with his true origins when he's a used car salesman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can you... Can you at least give us the opening shot to your C-3PO movie? Where would it start? What it starts. Opening? It starts yeah. on a desert planet somewhere. A used speeder lot. In a galaxy use, far, far In away. a used speeder oh, lot, exactly. Hello. 3PO in a plaid jacket, mm -hmm. and he's talking in a in a strange kind of Brooklyn accent almost. Oh wait, is this used cars? It is used cars. It's that. <laughs> it's that movie. This is how Name of the Wind starts. Yeah. Yeah, Wait for those who minute. for those who don't know, uh, <laughs> Kurt Kurt Russell in the movie Used Cars. It's a wonderful film, and that's what I would do. Except three PO would be Kurt Russell. Yeah, I that, think that was seventy eight or seventy nine, and no, you couldn't make it now. Nope, you couldn't. But it's nope. a wonderful film. It's a wonderful film. All right, Harry. I had never times heard wonder how I would have turned out if you would have adopted me as a child. Just I kind the of amount of references. It, I'm afraid just, of that. Well, you would have laughed. You would have laughed really hard during the Godfather scene in Barbie. I know, I, I seen Are you guys watching The Godfather? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What did you consume this week besides The Godfather? Who wants Ooh. to start? I'll go. I got a list. So whoever wants to go, go. Uh, I got a list too. I also have a list. Well, I have a short thing. Uh, I'm gearing up for City Skylines. It drops on the 24th. It's going to be great. Okay. All City right. Skylines too. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm binge watching Archer. Uh, I'm watching Lower Decks for the first time. I'm oh, 3D fine. printing Mandalorian helmets like they're going out of style. Ooh. Really? Uh, I'll take one. <laughs> for real? I yeah. got, uh, you like this one right sure. here? Sure, sure, I'll take it. What printer are you working on there? 
chance? Uh, the bamboo carbon. You got explorer. a bamboo? Uh, yeah, dude, and I got uh, two AMS systems to go with it, so I can do eight can color multi. So many colors. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, if you want to yeah. add days onto your print time, boy, oh, yeah. howdy. No, I yeah. just want to. I just want to print terrain. I don't care about days. No, they have uh, metal filament prints and carbon fiber filament prints now, and uh, yeah, this is one of the metal ones. You can't really Ooh. see it super. I well. saw the wood. I saw the wood filaments the other day too. There That's bonkers. <laughs> oh, Hold it up higher. Hold it up higher. Uh, higher, higher. I have a hernia. I'm recovering. <laughs> <laughs> that's got the that's got the uh, supports on it still, right? That's yeah, what the stuff yeah. on the side is. Okay. Yeah. This one was my favorite, though. A little Grogu. Oh, nice. nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, who's uh, next? I'll go next. So oh. I completed Resident Evil Village. Spooky. Rebecca, you got to play that game, Rebecca. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. <laughs> Awesome! It is Here's super. Thing, I super love horror good. movies. I cannot do horror video they games. They hit different. So, they hit different. It's they because really you're in it and you're yeah. doing oh, yeah. it. I, oh, if yeah. I'm watching, I, I can only watch playthroughs because. When, it, oh, when Resident this? Evil Two came out and, and I played it at like three o'clock in the morning and the creepers in the, fantastic, in the jail and fantastic. I screamed and woke up the entire. World. I just remember I how it. I just finished The Last of Us Part Two and I had it on the easiest <laughs> settings across the board. <laughs> Even then, I was like, "Oh no!" What? Uh, so last week when I said I was playing it, what you, you asked if I got to the spookiest part or the scariest part? What did you think was the scariest part? The slug baby. Slug baby. Yep. <laughs> that the was slug baby that chased you through the house. Yep. 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 Yeah. Super great game. I highly recommend picking that one up and playing it. And it's been out for like two years, so you can find it cheap. Um, let's see. I watched uh, a show that is made for Lee, and I'm I'm liking it too, actually. Um, I'm gonna guess. Can I guess? Guess. Uh, Scavengers Rain. You got it in yeah. one. It was made <laughs> for me. It, it, it was, was made for me. It is so. I only watched the first episode so far, but man, it There's is only three out. Oh, okay. It is a what visual is masterpiece. I've never heard of that movie. It's um, uh, if if you took the classic style of Morbius in Heavy Metal magazine in the late seventies and and made uh, Mobius and made a animated movie about survivors of a ship crash on a planet that is just an wild acid trip. Carrie, you have to watch it. Oh, yeah, okay. you got to check this show this? out. It's Where on Max. We, it's it's on a Max. series. On, it's a new series on Max, um, and it. It, uh, yeah, I don't even have words to describe. Like, no. every time it, it starts to teeter like, onto bleak, you just end up getting your mind blown by something. It's, the, the animal design, the creature design in this show is just next level. It is awesome. I, I can only describe it this morning when I was trying to describe it to Rachel. I stayed up last night and watched the first three episodes, and I was trying to explain it to my wife this morning, and she's like, "Okay, oh, how how what's your elevator pitch?" And I was like, "Imagine if I didn't have." Or imagine if I pretended like I had an imagination and then I watched a show that told me that I don't know a goddamn thing about anything and that <laughs> yeah. I, I suck and have no creative energy. So just just for just teaser, just for a teaser, there's a scene where two characters need to get out of a cave and they have uh, there's a hole in the ceiling of the cave and they need to get get out quick. And so one of them or they each reach into their backpacks and they pull this creepy looking slug thing out and they just ram the mouth onto their hand and it goes and blows up, inflates, and they just float out being held on by this thing sucking onto their hand. Like, oh yeah. no, 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 no. There's, and, and there's not a single, a... there's not a single drug 
that could make this happen no. for oh. anybody. This is just creative energy. It was based off a short that these same animators did like six years ago that you can see on YouTube. And that and, was a and that was a mild example of the yeah. Weirdness. That was six minutes of hey, you want to see something cool? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And my <laughs> favorite and my favorite new robot in anything. Yes, a robot named Levi who's becoming aware and yep. oh boy, yeah, super yeah. cool. Check out Scavenger Drain. Uh, <laughs> a lot of bomb hits now, for this one. <laughs> maybe while you're watching. Oh, don't. You won't yeah. come back. You won't no. come back. I mean, Harry's yeah. eyes when that sound effect kicked on, I think was my favorite thing ever. Because he's like, who's doing is, it in public? This <laughs> is like when when the um, when Saga came out as a comic book and they were saying, oh, well, we wanted to make a show that could never be made live action or we want to make a comic book that can never yeah. be made live action. This has to be animation. No one could animate this. Yeah. Or Impossible. if they did, it wouldn't hit the same because yep. it's just so vibrant and lush. Like I said, it's heavy metal. Yep. From and, check. and remind me the name of the show again. Scavengers Rain. Scavengers yeah, Scavengers Rain. Rain. Yep. Thank you. Uh, and then uh, one other thing that I have uh, finished, I finished the first uh, author's run, the creator's run of uh, Blue Beetle comic book. Because uh -huh. I'd never read that, actually. I'd just oh, yeah? seen him in other crossover things. Really good stuff. Really good stuff. The first 24 issues, it deals with the reach and things like that from uh, Young Justice, if you watched those episodes. Uh, good stuff. Mm. All right. Uh, who wants to go next? I can go. All right. I'll try. So it's my annual viewing of all things spooky and awesome that yes. I love. So we start with Over the Garden Wall, because how could you not? It's the best Halloween, just good time, feel good about things, plus singing frogs. So, Aww. you know, singing frogs with banjos, no less. I mean, and how can you go still, wrong? I think Tony's the only one on the show who's watched it. It's really cool. It's really good. It's stuff. really good. Uh, I decided to introduce the youngest in the household to Slither um, because oh. Oh. <laughs> you need you need to go back and watch the James Gunn. Um, how the hell did he get to make Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, it's it's still so good. Um, I I only saw the trailer for it and it made me not want to eat Arby's anymore. Yeah, I, yeah, no. My my favorite this, line is something's wrong with that, me. And then, <laughs> the and then, exact line and then, that boom. I can't get out of my head. Uh, Rebecca, you said something about a month ago about Lee. Why haven't you watched the last season of Riverdale? And so the wife and yeah. the child are watching the last season of Riverdale. And guess what? It's pretty good. It's, yeah. If they mm -hmm. had started the show in the 1950s and uh, kept it that way, it the characters are good. The actors are doing a really good job. It feels oh, like... Oh, just wait, just wait till you get to the part where they tell you why it's the 1950s. Well, I, I kind of get that because at the end of the last season when, uh, when uh, Cheryl Blossom had her whole Phoenix thing and had to use all of her powers while she was... Uh, anyway, they had to reset the timeline, I think. So... Um, yeah, good stuff, <laughs> but fun. Scavenger's Reign, as, as I brought up, uh, I watched a documentary about when Tool decided to play the Scientology Welcome Center in Santa Barbara. Oh, um, yeah. It's uh, David Cross and Maynard from Tool talking, and uh, now I'm a Tool fan, which I didn't expect. So, welcome, watched, Lee. Welcome. Also <laughs> watched Church. a documentary about Tony's the Church. bass style of Oingo Boingo, <laughs> highlighting the 1985 Oingo Boingo Live at the Ritz. Um, and, uh, oh. 1985 was the year I was born. Yeah. So the guy's <laughs> freaking out the entire time because he realized that You're Danny so Elfman's old. not wearing a monitor and people are in the comments going, well, they didn't have them. So he's, no. you know, 
16, 17 piece band. He's out there doing spin kicks and playing the xylophone like a madman. Oh, uh, it was, it was so, amazing to see. Yeah. So then I went and rewatched the actual MTV broadcast from 85. And yeah, it's probably how you see live bands don't sound like they sound in the studio unless it's one go point go or tool. But faster, right? So, <laughs> uh, which then led me to um, Middle Eight. They have a good channel where they go into music and they did a documentary about why the Flaming Lips are not more revered. So, also, oh, great documentary about Flaming Lips going through the entire history of their music. And uh, ultimately, their conclusion was because they just don't care what anybody <laughs> thinks. They're just going to do the music they want to do. So, yeah. that's fantastic. Good for them. And uh, finally, The Fall of the House of Usher. It's a masterpiece. It is. Mm -hmm. it, it. Some people might say it's fine. I don't care. That's fine. Oh. They can have that opinion. Uh, Mark Hamill gives the best performance of his life. Wow. <laughs> in this show. <laughs> it is amazing. Playing a, an Edgar Allan Poe character. Mm -hmm. um, every episode is an Edgar Allan Poe story or at least a tribute to it. Which yeah. then caused me to uh, dive off the deep end. I'm trying to find my Richard Corbin book. Well, uh, I, you live was, in the deep end. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, Lee, after watching this show, it made me want to go back and, and read Poe again. I haven't read Poe since it's high school. And, so, I mean, you know, okay, hey, it's, it's the America's first real... A poet of any notoriety and he's obsessed with death yay yeah. us right <laughs> but uh dark horse comics put together a collection of richard corbin's edgar Allan poe comics called spirits Ooh. of the dead richard corbin again if you're read heavy metal in the 70s and 80s you know corbin um he did about 15 of the poems wow and a bunch of the com a bunch of the stories including fall of the house of usher pit, pit and pendulum but mostly poems how do you do comics based off of poetry but corbin did it it's it's a fantastic collection if you're not familiar with edgar Allan poe but you had your interest peaked because of this show um every illustrator of any merit has done an edgar Allan poe story at some we, point in their life we should we should point out about fall of the house of usher is you don't have to be familiar with edgar Allan no, poe to enjoy no. it's just it's fun if you are it helps but well and then it gets to the point where you start going okay uh let's let's go and see all the stuff i didn't know about edgar Allan poe like he's partially responsible for why we have crossword puzzles in newspapers Oh, it's his that, fault. What? Because he How? was an editor. He was a newspaper editor in his 30s, and he would publish these ciphers in the newspaper and give people a mention if they solved his ciphers. One of them wasn't solved until 1920 something or another because it was so difficult. But because of the popularity of his ciphers, other newspapers tried to figure out ways to put puzzles in. Crosswords were easy to come up with. Boom. Mm. So see you. You say that, but then I know Kerry's been doing that since about '95 on the radio. He's been getting a. He's been giving out audio ciphers every oh, morning. Yeah. And if you and listen, every single carefully. one of them is telling me to drink Ovaltine. That's right. <laughs> drink yep. your Ovaltine, kids. They're delicious. So, two two flavors: malt busy, and chocolate. James. Busy week for me. Next week's going to be busier because I have finally secured my uh, Blu-ray master remaster of. The abominable Philophibes and Philophibes rises again. Um, my I don't know favorite, these words. <laughs> favorite Vincent yeah, Price horror. Dr. Fives, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. The abominable Dr. Fives is literally a guy whose face has been horribly, horribly scarred by acid who spends the entirety of it murdering the doctors who failed to save his wife. And then the second one, I think he kills <laughs> them all by using the uh, uh, different ways that... <laughs> 
that God enacted his vengeance for the Hebrews. I'm not sure. At one point, he feeds somebody his pom-poms through a pastry bag. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> you just don't I... know. You don't know. You don't know my love of horror until you go down a deep dive on Lee, Vincent Price movies. How? How do? You... So, like, when LSD? Okay, hold on. Um, nope. I don't call it LSD. I call it LS Lee. LSD. No. <laughs> Not for a long time, kids. Lee SD. All right. But like, uh, I would just be so scared because if somebody once said, aren't you afraid? And I, I think it was on like TV or something. Aren't you afraid if you do LSD, you're going to think that your head is a, uh, an orange and you're going to want to peel it. Well, it's now like, that I've you've never, said ever that, had yes. That thought. <laughs> yeah. And so like, imagine residing in the manner of uh, the manner day uh, Lee and like all of the cardboard backed books on the shelves that he has to shuffle through and all of the knowledge of how to deconstruct certain Play-Dohs and like now you're going to throw LSD on top of it and like no, let's explore no, no, some I of would the not. inside thoughts. Let's let no. some of the inside come outside. Yeah, no. that, that, was a, that was a young man's game, yeah, James. Don't do we that. don't play that anymore. Uh, Rebecca, what did you consume this week? Uh, uh, like we talked about earlier, Gen V, obsessed with Gen V. Oh yeah. So good. Um, Paramount Plus got me, they got me um, with a quick docuseries, it's literally just two hour long episodes called Crush, and it's about the, um, literally the the Halloween crush that happened in uh, Ichi Ichiwan, South Korea last year, um, oh, and it's yeah, all yeah. about like where 159 people died and oh, uh, yeah. yep. it's just a really yeah. kind of harrowing documentary to watch um but oh they got me because i'm so scared of crowd crushes so they got me um <laughs> spider-man 2 on playstation oh yeah with my boys uh and i i just i missed thwipping around with those boys you know i'm having such a fun time playing it <laughs> you have a um, different suit so far uh, the classics, uh, just because the game provides you with too many options, wow. and you can customize all of the options. It's a smorgasbord. Like, oh, no, no, thank you. Just one, one suit, please. I don't need, I don't need all these fancy buttons. What um, uh, difficulty are you playing it on? The easiest one, Tony. So I went to the next movie that I'm going to talk about. I came home, immediately hopped on my PS5, turned all of every single possible setting to the easiest possible setting. And then I was like, okay, I will revisit this in the morning. Um, uh, but on Thursday night, I went to go see the new Martin Scorsese movie, Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, you did? Okay. Very, very good. I mean, Scorsese, he can't really, he can't make a bad movie, honestly. Um, it is three and a half hours long. Oh, um, so a short Scorsese. That's why he can. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. It's kind of like Oppenheimer. Like, I wasn't bored at all. Like, yeah. oh, good. It, you know, I thought it was very good. Leonardo DiCaprio frowns 100% of the time. <laughs> uh, With those big Wait a second, Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese put Leonardo DiCaprio in one of his movies. I know, right? and De Niro's there too. I know, I it's crazy. What? Um, but Left really field. good, really good movie. Um, highly recommend. And then uh, the soundtrack the, that was muffled through the walls while I was watching Killers of the Flower Moon, the Taylor Swift Eras tour. I went and saw that last night. I got the bucket. I got the cup. I is there went, a T-shirt? Yep. Well, I'd have to go to the website, but I got the pop. I was, I go up to the teenage boy at the concession stand and I was like, I just want the Taylor Swift stuff. And he's like, the popcorn comes, this poor teenage boy. 
uh, he was like, the popcorn has the option to come with glitter. And I was like, no, thank you. Um, But (laughs) I just need need you guys to know that if you get this, it can come with glitter on your popcorn. Um, They call that hollow foil. What a show. What a show. Just amazing. I don't, if you're not a Taylor Swift fan, I still think you would have a good time. Um, Just because the thing about Taylor Swift is I think if you aren't familiar with her music, you would be pleasantly surprised at how versatile and wide ranging her whole catalog is. Um, And the whole show, like, again, three hours. I spent six plus hours at movie theaters this week. And uh, same day. No, God, no. Oh, okay. Some people are like, Taylor Swift and Killers of the Flower Moon are Barbenheimer 2.0. And I'm like, you absolutely do not want to do these two in the same day. That's because Taylor Swift was an it's endurance long. test. It was it's an long. endurance test. Um, yeah. my, my theater was perfect. I had a row of gals behind us, and they were singing along. There was They only got up and danced for one song, but the rest of the time we were all just in our seats singing along, having a great time. Uh, my friend, he was like, wow, I'm learning a lot about you tonight because I know a lot of Taylor Swift songs. Um, <laughs> so that's that's what I did this week. How, right. how is it in comparison to Katy Perry's movie that you put out? Um, I didn't watch Katy Perry's movie, so I couldn't tell you. I have a okay. question, Rebecca. Yeah, tell what's me? up? How are things going with the longest audiobook you've ever listened to at 17 hours? Uh, I haven't even started. I, I started, but then another book on my hold list became available. And that book is called Blitzed, and it's all about drugs in the Third Reich. Um, Whoa. That sounds <laughs> fascinating. Good book. Yeah. yeah. So, I've, so I I started that one instead of the 17-hour one. When, when I saw that tweet, I looked at it, and then I looked at my history, and I'm like, well, that book was 50 hours. That book was 70 hours 17 17 is nothing (laughs) i like i so this other this other one blitzed um it's uh it's only seven hours and because i listen at like between 1.25 and 1.5 speed i can finish this bad boy in a day and that's that's why i like these yeah Yeah. they have speeds i told you lee you need to drop the speed a little bit on wheel of time so that michael kramer sounds nice and yeah, so it sounds like he does now because that was from like 20 years ago when his yeah. voice wasn't matured right. enough yet. But uh, House of Usher, watch it now. Drop everything you're doing. If you even left this show to go watch it, I would forgive you. Um, okay. It's uh, good. <laughs> trigger warning for the second and third episode, though. Uh, it's, third and, it's third with, and fourth. Third and fourth. We have issues with animal cruelty in particular. But, but he but done really in, well. In an interview, he said mm-hmm. that it didn't happen. That yeah, we no, still no saw it though. No animals were harmed in the you making of this. Yeah, we yeah. still saw it though. Yeah, <laughs> that, that actually follows the black cat story pretty closely because but it didn't happen. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, we still right. saw it though, and right. that's all. Yeah, it's all in Leo's head. The, yes. the mental real. images actually so, happen. Oh. Yeah. So lower decks. We got a callback to our shape-shifting tentacled aliens from the animated series, Rebecca. They showed nice. up. I know. Uh, so, uh, Those yeah, weirdos. That, that's, uh, this, <laughs> and their morality the, tests. Yeah, watch the Space Show show for uh, details on that. Uh, first episode of Gen V, I'm in. I'm going to go and probably watch the rest yeah. of it this weekend. I started Lessons in Chemistry on oh, with Apple. Brie oh, with Brie Larson. With Brie Larson. It's, it combines so many things that I love. Uh, the era, uh, the time, it's, it's, in the, it's in the early 50s. Uh, the music, it's Los Angeles, and it's Brie Larson in vintage clothing, so I'm very happy. <laughs> but L.A. Nice. vintage clothing and music? I know, right? Yeah. All of that. 
Uh, so you got all that going there. Um, let's see. Oh, and Sue said, have you decided on your horror movie that we're going to watch this week? Because we, we each pick one. She always picks The Orphanage. But uh, There's other thanks. movies, Sue. She picks it every year. The Guillermo uh, del Toro movie? Yeah, she loves it. Um, yeah, it's pretty bleak. <laughs> and it's a little I bit couldn't, close to home for me and Carrie. I couldn't decide. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I couldn't decide between The Fly with Jeff Goldblum oh. or American Werewolf in London because I love both those movies. And I oh, realized, you got vintage Cronenberg with The Fly. Are you, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, are you going to eat before or after? I realized I hadn't seen The Fly in a long time. So we started that. Sue fell asleep. I finished it. And then I started American Werewolf in London while she was sleeping. So I got about halfway yep. through. Uh, but you the had fly, your I, for, I, well, yeah. okay, I forgot so how good Sue, the fly is. You know. If Sue oh. picks the orphanage every year, you guys take turns. What's the other movie? What's another movie that she's picked? The orphanage. No, she watches it twice. Just the orphanage every other week? <laughs> every, every, every Halloween, she pulls out her copy of the orphanage and we watch it. She's like, I, I need to watch something about a happy childhood. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she loves that movie. Uh, anyway, all right, uh, games. Yeah, go play Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man. That's, That's what, what it's, it's all about. All right now. about yeah. and, and, uh, and what city, what city on, skylines. Uh, yeah, James is excited for that comes out next oh, week, I believe. City Sims, because I have no control in my actual life. I can control <laughs> it in my virtual life. I see, I see, I see the appeal. Yeah, so funny, that Olaf. is exactly why I can't play Sim games. Because I'm like, I, or, I already do things in real life. I, <laughs> I do not need to do them. Oh, I do not man. need to do them in a I, fictional setting. Harry and Lee and Tony have seen me operate in real life. I am a shitstorm of stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. But my gosh, it is uh, just fantastic. Your city to, is nice and clean I, I can and it. orderly. I can turn it off. Yes. Nice. Yep. But yeah, there's there's just so many games that have come out in the last two months. Just go pick a genre that you like and see what games have come out. It's been a banner year for video games. So mm -hmm. there you go. This weekend, I know Star Citizen's having its big con. Supposedly, they hit a development milestone, so maybe people can stop making fun of me. So like uh, <laughs> al like version 2.1 alpha instead of 2.0 alpha? or No, I think they're really close to beta, Tony. Really? Yeah, because okay. the thing they the thing they've been working on for five years, dynamic server meshing, uh, I think they actually pulled it off. And Ooh. from what I understand, really no game has ever done that. Oh, okay. I would uh, I would fire my copy up again if that's yeah. the case. Yeah. All right, uh, geekshow.store for all of our merch, and of course we're going to go now to our private party, our Patreon after party. Uh, Geekshowgotthiscovered.com is the link to our Patreon page. And because nobody can spell Patreon. So <laughs> Geek Show Got This Covered is where you go. And uh, you can join us over there. All right. Are we good? Yep. I think we're good. We're, we're good. Bye. Thanks. Somebody Li grab the drape. Yes. Live long and prosper, bitches. <laughs> Push the button. Push the button, Tony. <laughs>